Merry Christmas to all of you, especially those who are in Zoom. I understand we, are, we have people on, at Zoom right now. Merry Christmas. Uh, my name is uh, Eli Policarpio, a sinner saved by grace. Like the song said, I owe all to you, Jesus. We are here in America, my family, uh, exactly nine years now. We went here last uh, 2012. And uh, we're here at CBC three years. Now we are three years here, right? The day after Christmas. Have you found Jesus yet? I guess many of us found Jesus and he's in our heart. I remember the app. Of course, everyone knows what is app because everybody's using app. The app U version, when I open it, sometimes it appears. Billions of people are using U version. Billions of people are reading the Bible, but billions more of people did not find Jesus yet in their heart. Is it true? I know it's true. I know it's true. The star of Jesus, you remember the Christmas story? Yesterday is Christmas. Today is the day after Christmas. Uh, I, I was looking for Sean, our professor in Sunday school. I remember uh, he pointed out one time in our uh, Sunday school that if you see the picture of the manger, there's something wrong in it. The angels, it's right. Uh, it, it's right. It's there. The sheep, the shepherd, Joseph, Mary. Jesus, but did you notice that uh, the wise men should not be there? Yes, because uh, the wise men found Jesus in the house, as Matthew and Luke uh, have said in Matthew chapter 2. And uh, you will see that uh, Jesus was found when the GPS uh, led uh, the Magi or the wise men yeah, GPS, because God put the star. Yeah, they use, have you remembered using GPS and uh, sometimes it led you somewhere? The wrong house, the wrong address? But God's GPS is perfect, right? The baby Jesus is not yet, uh, it's, not, it's not in the manger now. When the Magi come, the star led them to the right house, and they found the baby Jesus. And when they found the baby Jesus, as the angel have said in Luke chapter 2, when the angel foretold the Savior, the Messiah, the Lord has come. Right? So what are you waiting for? What are you looking for? 
He's already here. That's why when the Magi came, they offered gifts, they worshipped him, and they already foretold the three offices of Jesus, being prophet, our connection to God, being priest, the Lamb of God, and being king, our king. Right? That's why they gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they already know, being wise men, that Jesus is our prophet, our priest, and king. Now, brothers and sisters, let me go to the message for today. What is the connection of the salt and the light? Well, I have some, uh, an illustration here. Maybe you recognize it as light, right? So you can see the light. <laughs> well, I also have here salt. Are you guys salt? The salt and the light. Let's talk about salt. Of course, salt is salty, right? That's why it's called salt. It should be salty. Like Christians. We are Christian. And being a Christian, you should be salty. If not, Like verse 13 said, what will you do to the salt that doesn't have a taste? You put it on the road and people will trample it down, trample on it down, right? Because there's no use. As you will know, salt is always contagious, right? Romans chapter 6 verse 23 said, being a Christian, you should know that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God or the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. People who are Christian are sinner, of course, sinner. I am sinner, saved by grace. And being a sinner, I need Christ to save me, to have a salvation. And being saved, I am indebted to Christ as my Lord and my Savior. So a Christian is salty enough if a Christian is saved by grace out from the sin and following Jesus as his Savior. So being a Christian, a salty Christian, we are contagious. Can the, can the slide please go? One more. Okay. What does contagious mean? That it means it will, it will affect people. It will impact the surrounding of its saltiness. Salt is also a good preservative. Probably one of the oldest preservatives 
people that people have known, right? And it's pre. pre people from old just scoop uh, water from the sea, put it in a container, and let it uh, evaporate. And soon enough, after day or days, they have a pure salt, a good preservative. And also, salt is a disinfectant, a good disinfectant. If you don't have any chemicals at home, wash it with warm water with salt. It's a good disinfectant of a wound. Like us, like us being a Christian, we should be contagious. We should preserve relationship to Christ. We should disinfect, find solution, not find fault with each other. Help each other, just like what we can feel in this church. That's what we appreciate in this church when we came here. We really can feel the saltiness, the warmth of being brothers and sisters in the Lord. And thank you very much. Now, the light. What about the light? Of course, the light illuminates. That's why it's called light. Like what I have here, I think it's gloomy, right? But it's light. There are three kinds of light mentioned in the Bible. First is the Genesis light. As you remember, when God created the world, he started with the light, right? Because there's nothing. There's darkness. So, God put, out the, put, put on the light so the darkness disappears. And when the light is there, everything was exposed. And God saw that he needs to do more. And he spent six days to create everything. Right? So he started with the light. Just like as he said, let there be light. And there was light. And the darkness is out. That's automatic. When you enter into the room, you flip on the switch, the light illuminates, and the darkness disappears. Right? Just like when you close your eyes, what do you see? Darkness. But when you open your eyes, the moment you open your eyes, you see light. And light is the very uh, source that our eyes can see because the light passes through our eyes and we see things. So light is very important. That's God's light. He started everything with the light that he created. Second is the light of Christ. Like what I've said before, in Luke chapter 2, the angel said, He is your Savior. He is your Messiah. He is your Lord. That's the light of Christ. That's what the wise men saw. Seven to two years before Christ, they were searching for the Messiah. That's what, uh, when, when, when the king asked, where, 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 where is he? Where is he will be born? And the wise man on the, the wise man told him, 
in Bethlehem. He will be born in Bethlehem. That's what the, the star told us, the light told us, and we followed it. We will follow it, and then we will find it, we hope. And the light of Christ is very much necessary to quench the wrath of God in the, from the sin of mankind. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father but by me. Even God knows from the beginning. That's why he told us in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. That we need the Savior. He will give us a Savior. The Ten Commandments is good, but the people who will follow the Ten Commandments is not that good. Because if you could imagine that the Ten Commandments is just a, a ring, ten, ten rings that comes down from heaven, and you are at the bottom, if you follow its commandment, the Ten Commandments, you will be saved from earth going to heaven. But if you break one ring from the Ten Commandments, you will fall down and stay on earth or stay in, in hell. So you have to obey all the Ten Commandments. It's weak. We cannot do it. That's why we need Christ, our Savior, our grace, our saving grace, for us to be forgiven from our sin. So Christ's light is necessary to quench the wrath of man's kind sin. And the last, last thing is man's role as light of the world. It is always the principle of Jesus to tell the good news through experience, through discipleship. That's why one, 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 one person said, why not God arrange the cloud and write John 3.16? Right? On the space, everywhere, that God so loved the world. Or he could use sounds to say, hey, stop from sinning. I'm real. But he did not do that. Although he can do that, if he would. But he wants us, those who experience Jesus as their Lord and Savior, to go to other people, to other person, and tell them, how did I experience Jesus in my life? You know, this, I experienced Jesus like this. And it could happen to you too. That is our light, being the light. What about if we combine the light and the soul? Uh, can I borrow Ib? Can I borrow Ib? Just borrow. As a volunteer. Uh, he, he would he would uh, he would help me here i have salt to illustrate that salt can help the light can you put salt here a little 
a little more. A little more. Did you notice about the bulb, the light? Yes. It's just a little science experiment. Don't try this at home. Thank you very much, Eve. If you add salt to the light, it will be, it will have a stable illumination. The light will be brighter and it will be an effective deterrent to darkness. Like our light, if we continue to really study the Bible, if we continue to reflect it in our life, if we continue to understand it and practice it in our everyday life, we will illuminate brighter. We could be an effective deterrent to the sin of the world, like salt and like light. We should not be put under the bowl. We should be put on the proper place, on top of the table, at the center of the house, at the center of the world, so that others may see our light. After the day of Christmas, now it is your turn to shine your light. Be salty spiritually. Protect your relationship with our Lord and Savior. Be healthy. Study the Bible. I remember when I was at college or in college, we were forced, required to read the Bible. So we read it because it's a requirement, right? And uh, when we started at Genesis, okay, Exodus, Leviticus, when it comes to numbers, oh, it's full of numbers. And numbers, and the stories are repeating and repeating. Now we are studying the Bible as part of our family devotion. And now we're at the book of Judges. Uh, I remember in Sunday school, we, we, we only, I, I only remember the judges like uh, Samson, uh, Gideon. But when you read the Bible every day, by the way, we read it one chapter a day or during the excuse me, during the night. So after that, we discuss it with our children and then we ask them, what is the lesson of the chapter? And you know what? After reading it from Genesis, now we are in Judges, we always find that the Israelites are hard-headed people. A forgetful people. But the Israelites, God loves them so much. God loves us so much. Remember, they took up 40 years to reach the promised land. Why? Well, if you calculate it, you could only reach it in 40 days. Why? Because 40 years is just enough time for God to teach the Israelite many things about their relationship with God. And when you study the Bible, you will see that it started, the years of man started at 900, 600, 300. Now, 
According to Psalms, we have the average of 70 to 80 years old. We are blessed if we go beyond 80. And who knows? Moving forward. Right? Because today is always instant. Instant coffee, instant mommy, instant everything. That's why time passed by too fast also. So, people are not healthy because of everything that we have, the luxury that we have. But remember, we have to be healthy spiritually and also physically. And we should be a very effective witness of Jesus Christ in our everyday living. Remember, after the, the, after the day of Christmas, it is your turn to shine. God bless you.